regular episode in like a million years because Halloween happened and then I took a little break because um well I don't know I just wanted to uh but I'm back now uh so (laughs) so uh yeah have you been I'm I'm all right I'm I'm putting up my Christmas tree this weekend because well, I feel like I ought to. So that's a thing that's going on. Um, it's out of it's out of the cupboard, but I did that last weekend, so I can't really count that as work that I've done this weekend. But I remain hopeful that I can get it up this weekend and it'll look fabulous and cute, but we'll see. Um, mm, Do you know, I'm starting to I'm starting to feel a bit anxious, re Christmas actually. Um, <laughs> I, I, my my family's coming over. I have just reviewed the Christmas Day playlist. It is. Can I just tell you this? It is seven hours and fifty seven minutes long. I think that should cover us for the whole like time. You know. Um, so, and of course, it starts with you know. All I want for Christmas is you, because you know. How are you going to have a Christmas Day playlist without the Queen of Christmas? You know what I mean? Um, But I just... I've reviewed the playlist. I just checked the Christmas cupboard. I got some more stuff coming. I got some more stuff coming. I have ordered shopping. It's going to be delivered like the week before Christmas. Um, I'm annoyed because I should have done it earlier and I could have had it like the day before Christmas Eve or on Christmas Eve and that would have been really helpful to me. But alas, uh, so it's coming, I think, on the... Let me check. Let me open up the Asda app because I'm an economical queen buying things within my means. 20th of December. Oh my God, that's even worse. I'm going to have to sort my freezer out, make sure I got room. Um, Okay. I might have to clear out a new cupboard so we can have a second Christmas cupboard at this rate, but I don't know. I've still got loads of presents to wrap, but I'm trying to chill and be like, look, love, it's only the 5th of December, calm down. But <sighs> those who chill are often like, I don't know, late or something. I'm sure that is some kind of proverb or whatever. Anyway, let's just get on with the rest of this episode, shall we? I knew that things have changed as we stepped on that train. Shit. A rhyme. I do that sometimes. Not often, but you'll get used to it and... 
maybe you'll find it endearing and maybe everything will be fine. Another one. Anyway, changes on a train, much like strangers on a train, can cause a fucking catastrophe if you let them. And of course, neither of us could help ourselves. I was never really sure what I was afraid of when we first met. You hardly spoke to me and you probably didn't even know what my name was, so building up on an infatuated obsession wasn't a problem because you were clueless to my existence, but I still worried constantly. Maybe you'll feel that too, a strange constant burning fear that leaves you cold and irrational. How a burning fear leaves you cold, I'm not sure, but infatuated obsession can do that. You might also love when I talk to you or say your name, and believe me, I will. I have to, it just happens. You you might also hate it because while the attention feels good and sets your heart aflame, it also drowns it in ice water when you realize we're still where we were. That's in my experience anyway. You'll feel jealous. Oh Christ, you'll feel ridiculously jealous. But then you'll feel bad for cursing the one I refused you for because it's not their fault. Well, I mean, it is, but your brain will be too fucked up to get that. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. You'll learn to hate me. Everything about me. Everything that you like about me will piss you off eventually and you'll hardly be able to look at me without wanting to hit me or monologue about how much of a fucking disaster I am. That bitch and her short skirts and her tight jeans and that bitch with her suggestive tongue and low-cut tops. I fucking hate that bitch. Why can't that bitch fucking die I feel you and I actually could you know um but I am guessing that you don't want me to because now I have your attention and I don't think either of us would like for me to let it go you'll hate the tiny skirts and lovely dresses and the smile of astronomy and my essential embrace because you'll think that I don't like yours but I do and I always did. Sadly, life is an attention-seeking, short-skirt-wearing bitch, and so am I. I have found one of my old notebooks from university, and it's been really interesting to see, um, you know, all the old things I used to scribble about. It was also kind of fun to try and see if I could read my own handwriting. And, um, well, that was one of the ones I could read all the way through. So, you know, great. Um, I'm actually, I'm just having a look for it now. And my goodness. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, look at me. Oh, wow. There's some of these that have actually become things that I've, I've sort of gone on to actually publish and, and put out. And and that's fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've, I've just found something. And I think it's like a stream of consciousness thing. Um, and I cannot recall who I wrote it about. Although going by the time periods, 
oh no no I know who that's about now <laughs> and it was a lie <laughs> this is literally like a whole page of me trying to convince myself she likes to hear it it's it's very god I love you more than yogurt and orange juice god not true Haribo although I had to cross that out and write it again because I spelt Haribo wrong wrong girl it's six letters oh i love you more than sitcoms i love you more than glee i love you more than long evenings exploring the tube not true god i used to fucking love doing that i used to just when i lived in london i used to just love just like being like oh i'm just gonna go on the tube for a bit I'm just going to go on the fucking tube for a bit. I just I just sit on there, just going to, to all these fucking different stations, writing things and fucking listening to music, thinking I was fancy. It was great. I used to... God, I used to love that shit. Um, I love you more than comfy jumpers and mini skirts and milkshakes and ready meals. <laughs> oh, I still can't cook. I... <laughs> I love you more than lip gloss, eyeshadow, chewing gum, roses, and biscotti. Girl, you didn't even like biscotti. You just ate it because you thought it made you sophisticated. Girl. (laughs) The lies we tell ourselves. This was very intentional, though, because this person used to have a habit of going through my notebooks because he was very jealous and he worried that I'd be writing things about other people so he would like go through my books to like see who I was writing about and shit so I'm pretty sure I put this shit in here so that he would see it so that he wouldn't get mad or whatever (laughs) we love a calculated queen um (laughs) I prefer you over nail varnish lie jam donuts lie slices of apple lie balamori complete lie Jimmy Carr, lie. Slices of apple, lie. Slices of apple are so good I had to lie about them twice. (laughs) Pretty cars, lie. My train playlist, lie. Tumblr, lie. Attention. Well, I mean, that's an obvious lie. I mean, look at me. I am here presenting a podcast that is basically me reading my own work and then talking about myself for like an hour or whatever. There is nobody on this godforsaken planet that I love more than attention. I mean, come on. Accept me. No, no, we're not saying that. No. (laughs) Um, Free Ribena. Lie. I mean, how could I love someone more than Free Ribena? And this was written, like, back before they, like, nuked Ribena and made it less delicious. So, I mean, (laughs) I love you more than Caroline Duffy. Now, that's an absolute lie because (laughs) I would die for that woman and I wouldn't even answer the phone to this man. So, I mean... I'd love you more than strawberry laces and smooth legs when I get out of the shower and birthday cake and everything. Well, somebody lied several times and that somebody may be me. Um, <laughs> ah, bitch. Um, 
sorry, it's just looking back. This is so funny. <laughs> Bitch, I was such I was I was such a drama llama. Like I'm so dramatic, like even now. But like at this period of my life, God, I was acting like it was all life and death and shit. God, it was not life and death. You was just trying real hard to keep this man around because he made you look normal. You didn't even like him, girl. God, when he took your virginity, he fell straight asleep and then you went and you cried in the bathroom for like an hour. And then you write a sad poem about it, but like you you wrote it as a text message on your phone because you were scared if he saw it in your notebook, he'd get mad at you. And we all know what happened when he got mad at you, didn't we? Um, anyway. <laughs> bitch. Let's see what else we got here. God, I don't know what that is. Uh. <laughs> oh, well, this starts off with a lie. <laughs> this is something I wrote. I don't know what this is. It could be a poem. It could be a stream of consciousness. I don't know. We're just out here laughing at the past right now. I've never cried on a train before. It just isn't the kind of thing that a girl like me does. Bitch, yes, it is. Why are you lying? You cry all the time. God, I cannot stress this enough. I am the crybaby of the season. I am the crybaby of the century. I am the crybaby of the fucking universe, bitch. Like, I will cry literally all the time. I cry all the time. I cannot stress this enough. Um, I mean crying. Simply sitting there and weeping on a train as it speeds through London. God, you do that all the time. You do that even when you're not sad. What are you saying? Look, I'm the kind of girl that has always and will always purchase waterproof mascara. Why? Because I'm a fucking crybaby. I can just cry for no reason. Like, come on, man. I d- <laughs> oh, girl. I feel like, because this, from what I can tell, looking at the history of my life, I'm pretty sure this was like from my first year of university. So this is when I was still kind of learning as a writer. I mean, obviously I still am now, but you know um you know it was very kind of you know developing my voice and uh my personal style and um and also learning to be a bit more honest with the audience that that was still a ways off um you know and I feel like sometimes that that is one of the key things that a writer learns because you can sit there and you can write a bunch of shit but you you know you have to really go through the the fucking fire i guess to kind of find your voice and find out what it is that you need to say to people and how you're going to say it and i was still kind of very much in the early stages at this point um so (laughs) let's continue but the point here is that i did i did cry on a train leaning against the seats and staring out of the window stupid tears running down my stupid face and it was also stupid The worst part was when he asked if I was okay. I think I would have liked him if he hadn't looked so much like you. God, who was this? Um, (laughs) Those, oh, here comes a drag. Those same eyes, hands and lips in need of Vaseline. God, I'm always dragging people for that. Look, I'm just saying, Vaseline is like pound fifty. all right? Let's all get it together. You know what? Let's all make this our New Year's resolution. I'm going to make it my New Year's resolution because I know it's something I'll never fail at. Um, let's all get ourselves some Vaseline, some lip balm, and make sure we have lovely, soft lips. 
for the new year okay that's what jesus would want um, <laughs> if only he wasn't so like you i wouldn't have minded him pretending to care that i was crying on a train Sadly for him, and I suppose for me too, I was too embarrassed to help him pretend he was a knight in shining armour. I'm pretty sure I spelled armour wrong. Uh, When all he was was a person in jeans who looked too much like you. So do you know what I did? (laughs) I... (laughs) She's such a dramatic bitch. I love her. I ignored him. I turned back to the window and I continued crying on the train, hoping that you would leave my mind. Well, I mean, eventually he did, because I don't know who you're talking about, so. (laughs) So there you are. Oh, God, what is this? Ah! (laughs) No, that's, oh, wow. What is this? Girl, no, not this. I'm looking at some notes I wrote for one of my classes. No, girl, not this. (sighs) (laughs) Bitch, that's so funny. (laughs) Okay, it's just the... (laughs) I'm surprised I graduated. Look at me writing this dumb bitch shit. Um, so it literally jumps from like actual notes about the class. It was an ideas in practice class. So uh, we were talking about existentialism. I said, um, I wrote, there is no such thing as universal moral rules. Some people have moral rules, but it is a choice. We should not be frightened by existentialism. And then the next line I wrote was this. I love you, lovely boyfriend. I love you so much. I love you more than every single thing in the world. And I'm so pleased that you love me too. I miss you more and more every single day. God. That man didn't love you and you didn't love him neither. What the fuck? What the fuck? And then it jumps straight back to the lesson and I'm like, chairs have essence. Go! Go! I mean, oh. I'm learning nothing. Oh my God. Does my life have no purpose? (laughs) Oh my God. What if there isn't? I thought my purpose was to be famous. What if I'm wrong? Fuck. Humans only have reality if they want it. (laughs) How did I pass this course? I don't know. I miss secondary school. It was so much easier than this. I wish I was a platypus or a princess or a dragon. I can't tell if that is like related to existentialism or not, but you know, maybe that was just rambling. <laughs> um, I miss the past when. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh my god. This feels like I'm time traveling, you know? Like I'm going back. Oh, I'm pretty sure I have adapted this into something I ended up publishing. I wish you well. I also wish that I could throw you down a well so that you'd finally move on. Yes, we love a petty queen who's constantly joking about murder. Um. <laughs> oh, bitch. 
Oh, that lesson where we did pantoons. Yeah, that was fun. Had a lovely time with that. What on earth? <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> so for one of my classes, which is on filmmaking, I was writing notes on this film and, and I just put, I think it's about a paedophile. And then I put, no way, it's about a man that nobody wants around. Bless his heart, he's not a paedophile. He's so lonely. God, what a life. <laughs> he needs to get Tumblr, then he'd never be lonely. <laughs> what? God. He is about to kidnap a woman. Oh my God. I don't ever want to be lonely. This man, well, <laughs> tough. Uh, this man has been driven mad by loneliness and is holding a religious person hostage. Okay, he's letting her go. Now he's chasing her. <laughs> Why did I write all this down? This man is insane. He killed her. Oh my God. He's mental and not even in a good way. Scylla Black has just turned up, for fuck's sake. Well, that was strange. <laughs> I don't know what this film was, because I, I, I don't remember if like that was actually what happened or if that was just my weird interpretation of it. I used to get drunk a lot when I would go to those lectures, so, I mean, I don't fucking know, really. Um... I never carry an umbrella and nothing I wear has a hood. So how do you expect me to survive the rain? Go! <laughs> oh, I love this girl. My God. Um, she's ridiculous and camp and kind of an icon. Love this for her. Uh, what is this? This is something I wrote. It's just called Camden is Shit. It's quite an interesting title. Uh, but I do actually believe that. I've never enjoyed a trip to Camden, I can't lie. Um, oh, okay. This is... No, no, no. This is This is actually a moment of, like, growth. So this is fine. I would like to miss you now, but honestly, it's too late. The sun keeps setting up. It sits up in the morning before it faints again, and each time it does, I discover that you don't mean an awful lot to me anymore. Our song is an armchair, and I like to lean back sometimes and close my eyes, my heart stitched to my sleeve, resting safely as I listen to the melody that soothes my mind and holds me gently in the way that you used to and I find my eyes are surprisingly dry wonderfully dry in fact and it's fine everything is actually fine and I feel like I could draw a line under you in crayon or pen without crying which is good and it's fine and it's a whole bunch of other happy adjectives I can walk past you and I can say hi how are you and I think that should we ever meet again that would be something I would say do you know what I actually wouldn't <laughs> 
look and it's it's not because i i miss this person it's because they're a cunt um so i wouldn't say anything to them i would just i just just walk past i'll be like still a fuck up are we yeah because that's the thing right because I was, I was like 18 when I met this person and I was very young, 18. I was not very like worldly or emotionally mature. I mean, it's still at my age now, I'm not really. <laughs> I'm a very immature 29 year old. But at the time I was, I was very naive. You know, I, I hadn't, you know, really been out in the world. And, and this person impressed me so much at the time um, because it's like, oh my God, <laughs> He had a full-time job. I mean, he got fired from it, but he did have a full-time job at one point. And, oh, this person's been to university. I mean, they didn't graduate, but, you know, they still went for a bit, right? That's impressive. Wow. And I thought this man was so fucking impressive and shit because I was... Look, I was out here looking for somebody that I could just do the whole build a life thing with so I could forget about all the shit that was going on in my mind and in my heart and and all that stuff of like what I what you know my my secret desires all the things I wanted it's like I can just push that away I can do this and this is a great guy for this he's a great candidate because look at him he was once previously employed he could be employed again potentially you know, I, <laughs> he he, uh, he doesn't wear t-shirts and that's impressive to me for some reason. He owns books and that's impressive to me for some reason. But the, when I look back on it now, it's like, God, this is a guy that got fired for a very valid reason and was probably not going to get employed again in the time that you knew him. He was a horrible person. He didn't really have prospects. And, and you were just impressed by him because you didn't know any other fucking adults that's why (laughs) and he very much relied on that girl what (laughs) why why do you think he was so persistent in pursuing a relationship with a very naive 18 year old girl who had never really had a proper relationship before had never been with anyone before properly like girl why do you think this is come on girl (laughs) come on <laughs> you know the truth well i know the truth now but so you know that would probably be like what i would actually say but anyway where was i i can't remember where i was i could smile sincerely and i could ask how your mum is and how your brother and your love life are and i'd genuinely and honestly be quite interested i mean no probably not um <laughs> and not so i could gloat about my new foreign lover or <laughs> that's interesting um i ain't got nothing to say about that uh, <laughs> uh gloat about my new foreign lover or laugh that you're <laughs> You know how I was just saying about God, listen to this and laugh about how you're still unemployed. <laughs> no, 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 not 18 year old me being just as, oh, God. 
god i love her i love her so much i love her with my whole heart oh my god my truest love in my life is myself like 10 years ago she was an icon oh my god <laughs> ah! uh or laugh that you're <laughs> god i can't laugh that you're still unemployed <laughs> it was oh god (laughs) oh my god it would just be nice to know even if i don't care in the slightest we're almost like friends now maybe we could be it's quite strange considering we used to be strangers to think how strange it was that I let a a stranger steal my favourite flower a useless blood slave most of my sanity how careless of me still I got most of it back I collected up my mind in a box and I stuck it away high up on a shelf where short (laughs) I'm such a bitch. But some people deserve it. We're short little hobbits. Like, you can't reach it. No, can I explain that? Because that's just going to make it sound like I'm just dragging a bitch. Um, That is a reference to the fact that this person was, like, obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Okay? That was not me just calling them a short little hobbit for the sake of it. That was a reference, okay? That wasn't just me being... I mean, it was me being a bitch a little bit. But for like a justifiable reason um we're we're short little hobbits like you can't reach it and my dear little blood slave is safely back in my chest softly beating against my ribs and weeping in protest at its capture but i don't care i simply don't care you can keep that flower because it would be awkward to have it back it would be illogical and messy too i just don't care but i wish that i could I wish I could care because it felt good to do so. And now I can't. And I feel empty. It's because you were homosexual. I mean, look, it's funny how I used to make a whole big thing about, oh, no, I never stay I never stay friends with my exes. I never get back together with my exes. God, why do you think that was? It's because you were glad to be rid of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really funny looking back at myself and my life and kind of connecting the dots and being like oh okay so here's another thing that we lied to ourselves about that's nice that's cute and just seeing all these little hints of like i mean this is probably why i write such vengeful mean uh breakup poems because i'm like (laughs) i fucking stayed here i even i don't fucking like you i was loyal to you i was good to you and you did this you you shamed me like i am i am that lady at the beginning of drag me to hell i mean she's all the way through it but you know you know when she's in the bank and she's like going to the uppity lady and she's like you shame me you shame me i'm very that i'm like how fucking dare you bitch I am a proud woman and because like here's the tea here's the thing that's always fucking annoyed me actually about like you know these kind of past situations is that you know 
I, okay, maybe, maybe I don't fucking want to be there, but I've always been loyal. I always, I give these bitches what they want, even though it fucking kills me. I do all that. And then they still, do you know, that was why I was so fucking pissed. I was so fucking pissed about, um, a certain person who cannot be named. I mean, I could name them. It's not gonna, what what are they gonna fucking do? You know, (laughs) what's he gonna fucking do about it? But I'm trying to be a little bit less petty because it's Christmas time, you know? Um, but I was pissed because it's like, I give you loyalty. I give you sex even though I don't really want to. All I ask in exchange is that we do the whole relationship the way it's supposed to fucking go. Um, you get what you want. I get what I want. Let's not, let's not do anything stupid. And then it's like, you fucking publicly, publicly start going after other women and then you come to me and you act like I'm crazy when I fucking see you do it and other people are coming to me going why why is your boyfriend doing that and I'm like I don't know maybe he knows what I am and oh god but no I mean it wasn't that I think it was just that he was a whore but um you know it's like don't fucking don't fucking shame me like this you know what I mean I gave you what you wanted you got what you fucking wanted even though it took everything for me to give it to you and I'm like still fucking reeling from that shit but why you gotta be like this you get everything you want and it's still not enough for you and you have to go do all this weird fuck shit we had a good arrangement you know I like (laughs) some people are just not cut out to be to be beards I guess (laughs) um uh, and I'm I'm a very angry person inside. God, what is this? Oh, it's about my my erstwhile eating disorder. <laughs> oh shit! Ah! I was a lesbian twice, and. Um, <laughs> I was a lesbian twice, and while his manner of speaking was quite nice, he was a wanker, honestly, so I never went back. God, that was a weird moment of, like, self-awareness. <laughs> I mean, that's the interesting thing. I never I never did that when I was, like, in a relationship with, with a man. Even though I didn't want to be there, I never, like, I was never, like, you know, sneaking off to, like, be with women or nothing. Because I very much believe in loyalty, even if you know it's loyalty to somebody that I don't really I mean I think that's why that's why things work so well with me and the French guy the one I was with for fucking ever because you know I I think he he could he could sense that you know he knew I, I think I think on a level he kind of knew the truth, but like he didn't mind. I don't know, but I think he knew I was always with him. You know, I was always loyal to him and I always loved him, and he was the same for me. 
um, if I had to pick one man that I had to be with, like if I had no choice and I had to be with a man, it would definitely be him. Um, because he is the only man worthy of my undying hand in marriage. Um, oh good, here's another one about how I hate Camden. <laughs> Go, not this. What was my beef with Camden? I don't know. I, I literally I cannot remember I don't know why I hated it so much I feel like I feel like that is something I should one day um you know explore and find out um I probably won't um god what is this oh this is a list I made of uh, people that I was inviting to my uh, my housewarming when I moved house. Um, oh wow! What is this? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no, not this. What is? Oh my god! It's like a time capsule. You know what I mean? Like just kind of going you know back through my life and just being like wow sweetheart you was having trouble <laughs> you was having some trouble uh but you know it's all behind us now it's not i don't know why i lied about that but <laughs> no i mean I'm, I'm obviously i'm doing a bit better oh a list of christmas presents i was going to get uh for my family um, for some reason I was going to get my mum an album by Josh Groban I don't know if I did or not <laughs> um, I probably did actually I mean everybody everybody loves Josh Groban right um, oh dear ah <laughs> A list of things I asked the universe for. This will be good. I want him to be a nicer boyfriend to me. I want him to ask me to marry him. I want him to stop thinking about sex all the time. Yeah, I wonder why. I want my mum to feel better. I want my brother to do well at college. I want him to take me on a mini break and not ask me to have sex the whole time so we can just have fun. God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh dear. I want him to work hard to be nice to me. I want him to get a new job. <laughs> I want him to call me just to talk instead of about sex. Carl, I want him to be nicer to me so that I will know he loves me. Well, that's a shame because he didn't. Um, oh, here's another one. <laughs> it's very much more of the... Oh! It's more of the same. Um, I want him 
to stay in love with me. I want him not to think about sex all the time. I, I want him to ask me to marry him. I want to have a son. I want him to man up and be more responsible. <laughs> oh, go. Go, go, go. You are a delusional little darling, aren't you? Oh. Oh! This is a, a poem I wrote about Tumblr because we had to write a poem about the person next to us and what they did over the summer and my friend said that she spent her whole summer on Tumblr so I wrote a poem about it. I scrolled down, reblogged all of the things, hid away from that one day of heat and the surrounding rain. I woke up, I text and then I got coffee. Was I lonely? No, because you're never lonely on the internet. I heard a song, a familiar melody, her and Zoe, Zoe Rose. I smiled and liked that bitch in the only way I knew how. Click. He got mad at me. I sipped on my coffee and I witnessed his rage. No more paragraphs, no more links, no more love. David was punishing me and I didn't understand why. That's about David Karp, the guy who used to own Tumblr, I think. I tried to reach him. I avoided the sun so that me and my dark, misunderstood man could talk. We hid from the rain together, scrolling down and down until the coffee ended. I hated the young girls who called him daddy because no father could be so cruel and they didn't understand his lack of humour and humanity. I liked him once, I liked him twice and I reblogged him until my hand was sore but not even a topless Tuesday could fight the wrath of David Karp. <laughs> oh bitch, oh bitch. <laughs> that's oh wow iconic iconic i fucking conic oh oh my god i've got a list here i made a list i put your name at the top of it well, actually, it's three names on it. So, there's three names of, of, like, these people. And I was trying to, like, decide between them. Because, you know, once upon a time, I was actually a very sought-after woman. Um, I'm not so much now, because I'm mean to everybody that approaches me. And, uh, obviously, my dating pool is quite limited. So, um, so here were the pros and cons of these people. So, the first one, uh, pros, like Spider-Man. I see him often. We have mutual friends. Cons. He's too good for me. God, that's not actually true. That's not true. He was a nice man, but that's not true. Um, so the second guy. Pro. Mutual interests. And mutual friends. <laughs> Cons. Very bad kisser. Likes anime porn. <laughs> It's true, it's true. And then the third guy. Uh, pro, funny, likes me a lot. Very romantic, sweet. Cons, 
bad kisser, like really bad, never makes sense, can be a complete cunt, too rich to understand real life. (laughs) Girl, you should have married him, you could be rich by now. I'm out here making foolish fucking decisions. And that's just how my life has been at this time period and now. It's how I always am because I am the clown princess of creative writing. I tried to tell her that I was sorry, but she was distracted. Her eyes were glittering as she gazed in silent awe at all my jewellery. My mouth was dry, no matter how many overpriced cocktails I put on my credit card. And I saw her eye my packet of cigarettes that was peeking from the open handbag. I instinctively tutted, like a heartsick mother with only her wayward child left to lose. She seemed to adore all the superficial, stupid things about me. All the things I most despised but clung on to in some misguided attempt to keep myself interesting. She was interested, I could tell. She started to speak to me in the way I used to speak to my elders and betters. That wilted affectation that gets a little stunted after a few drinks when hiding your past is no longer a priority. I hated that about her. I hated that she couldn't hold herself in higher esteem. How she couldn't see that she was the child of a good woman. A woman who did her best. And that this wretched child was the best of her. So, really, she had nothing to be intimidated by. But she always shrank when she started to share her ideas. She would make herself so small so she could fit into a small world. I snapped my fingers in her face and I shouted... You will be the universe. Fuck the world. And she was shocked. I tried to make amends, but both of us knew that she was broken before she walked into the bar, so it didn't really matter if I shouted. Not really, because the damage had already been done long before by someone else's hands. I couldn't face the first girl. The first girl, the fawn with her hopeful eyes and her hoity-toity ideals. She never comes by anymore. She used to, she'd just stand in the doorway, not quite beaten by imposter syndrome, standing with a withering stare that was far beyond her years, asking what I had done with her life. I won't see her, I, I told her not to come. I just, I just want to see the one that still believes a little. The one that's lowered her expectations. Sweet 16 vibing to the Beach Boys on her broken iPod. Eating it up every time I exaggerate about how things turn out. I tell her that I'm a singer now. But I don't tell her that my songs only earn a cent per stream. She doesn't actually know what streaming is. I don't tell her that I still dream of Vegas in a bedroom in a house share. I tell her that I've heard audiences cry my name, but I don't tell her that I don't love it in the way that she expected I would and that I dread the din of applause because it means I have to tear myself apart six weeks every week 
every day, every night, because this is my brand now. This is what I do now. I tell her that I lost my virginity, but I don't tell her that it was the wrong kind of person, that I'm still haunted by what happened and all his paw prints over my body over a decade later. And we've still not really moved past it because it was actually really fucked up. And I can't tell her that because she can't live with that. And then she asked me if I'm happy. And I tell her that I am because I know that she needs it. I know that she needs to hear that. And honestly, I needed it too because I needed to know that no matter the stage, I am still the world's greatest amateur actress. Oh my God, I just found like a secret compartment at the back. What the fuck? What is this? <gasps> what is all this? Okay, this is an envelope. It has my old address on, but there's nothing in it, so I don't know why I've kept that. Okay. I don't know what this is either. What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? What? Teach me things, please. You make me want to sleep in hell. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, bitch, this is funny. Um. For some reason, I kept, you know, on bus tickets, on the back of them, well, this is for like UK people, like people outside the UK may not have this, I don't know. But like on, on bus tickets, you used to get like this thing from McDonald's where it would be like, you could get like a chicken sandwich and chips for one ninety nine, or like a Big Mac and chips for one ninety nine. And for some reason, I fucking kept that in this little secret compartment in my notebook. So I don't know why I did that, but I did. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? A plain piece of paper. I don't know why. Um... A piece of paper that just says mental lady on it. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, what is this? Uh, tickets from when I went to see WWE with my brother. Cool. Uh, right, what is this? What is this? Oh my god, this was a Valentine's Day card that a guy gave me at uni. And he made it himself, which is actually quite sweet. And... He he put a picture of us that he'd taken on his phone, on the on the card, and then he'd like written on it, uh, and he wrote me a poem on the back. It didn't really um, work out, obviously. And he put some money on the back, and he said uh, that I could buy something with it. It was like fifty p or something. Big spender. Uh, what is this? What is this? I don't know what this is. In chapter one, how does McEwen introduce ideas and characters which are central to the novel's thing? What novel? What am I talking? Why have I kept this? What? 
okay. Okay, this is this is an essay that I wrote. I think this would have been during my A-levels um, on the book Atonement. And I, I don't really know why I... Oh, now I know why I kept this. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of spelling errors. Yes. All right. Some of us are illiterate, okay? Go. <laughs> ha- I wrote this essay by hand. That's fucking mental. I would never do that now. I never, I never write things by hand because, like, who even has the time? Right. What is this? What is that? Oh my god! And this was worthless to me because I can't read maps. But <laughs> so my first boyfriend. I needed to go to the to the tube station and he couldn't take me there because I don't know I mean he didn't have a job like what was that he had to do but apparently he couldn't so he drew me a map um, to show me how to get there and for some reason I kept that um, okay uh, I have a, a random oracle card here I don't know why that's a Join your energy to that of others. Find strength in numbers and diversity. Okay. Um, oh, shit. Uh, what is this? It's an orange piece of paper. Oh, my God. <clears throat> what is this? Oh! Um, oh, I guess it's like a mind map that I was using to write something. I don't remember what I wrote, but let's have a look, shall we? So at the centre, it just says city. This is where this whole fucking mess began. Here are my fields. I had Amazon wrap them for you, babes. Destiny is awesome. FYI, I'm alone. Hola, bitch. what that means i like me i'm funny i can fall down i can smile i can save you i've got an army i've got a cape no seriously i really do i i i have a cape because i have the one i wore in the destino video i have uh still somewhere i've got a supergirl outfit which includes a cape so you are a drunk crazy liar but i like you was i talking to myself Love, you've made my day. I'm walking home. Oh, no, no. He... Mm, no, 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 no. It turned out he was, like, a terrible person. Um, and he had to run away to Japan because he was, like, getting chased out of the UK. It was, like, a whole thing. It's not my fault. He's a twat. You won't be. I promise. I'll fix you because I'm a Starfleet engineer. Can we talk about the little secret? You're mine. I want her to like me but not you (laughs) interesting I hate that bitch I wrote my name on the bottom of your shoe I like southern and jack with lemonade purchased by an old lady who wants to be our mum but I already have a mum and I like her just fine I fucking hate people and hipsters and cats and trying to make things sound smart Okay, uh, so that was, uh, God, I was probably drunk when I did that, I don't know. (laughs) 
it's really important that you know I'm drunk a lot of the time. Another fucking bus ticket with a McDonald's voucher on it. Okay. What else have we got here? Oh, it's another oracle card. Radiant beauty is within the pearl at the center of your heart. Thank you. What is this? Why have I kept... What is this? Oh, I know why I kept this. This was the little bow and the gift tag that came with a present someone bought me on Amazon and they sent it to me. My dearest flower, as the song says, you will always be the only one forever. Okay. That may be true, but like it's not true. Uh, Oh, shit. For my darling flower on Valentine's Day, my heart yearns for you and so does my wallet. Okie doke. Whatever you say, old man. To my dearest love, I'll see you soon. Five kisses, my god. Extravagant. Um, so yeah, these were all like in this little secret compartment at the back of the book. And um <laughs> oh. she got a book on her, don't she? Uh <laughs> Ah, the past. What a glittering, fun, sexy time for me. It was terrible. Soft, swirling curls in a knot, jotting down the world around me from my back garden as autumn's chill beckons to winter and the sunset spills across my freckled face at 4pm. This is what I will do when I am old, if I get there. I look at my grandmother and I know that nobody could love me as long as she has been loved. I simply know I am not that kind of girl. I simply know that I will be alone, but I will have my words to keep me warm and the promise of pushing myself off the cliffs of Dover when I tire of trying to make it through the day. I will have grandchildren who don't want to visit because I am a mean drunk since my woman walked away. Either by choice or by death, she never stays when I imagine my future. And I lock them in the living room, reliving my glory days done up like baby Jane Hudson, struggling through a verse of Swipe Forever before collapsing into a chasm of my own misery. My son stops by the next day without the babies, begging for me back, a ghost he remembers from his bedroom back in the old house, a spirit who told him stories and sung him lullabies. But I simply tell him that the Ouija board is broken, and so am I. I think being old and alone is my greatest fear, maybe. Because it's what I was always running from before. You know, 
you have to play the game and you have to do what everybody else is doing because that's your greatest chance of not ending up in that place and being by yourself. I don't know what I would do if I reached that point and I was alone, but I feel sometimes like it's inevitable. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just... I don't know. I like to think about a time when it isn't, you know, like a different scenario, a different future, but somehow I always come back to this thing where I'm by myself and it doesn't matter what kind of a life I make for myself, it never, it never works. I don't know. I, um, I worry so much about time, you know, because especially when you're a woman, it feels like you're old, like by the time you're like, 30 or whatever and I'm dangerously close to that Uh, (laughs) and um I I, I don't I don't expect to be able to be young forever or even beautiful forever I mean I think you can be beautiful when you're older but but you can't be young when you're old, can you? But <laughs> I don't expect it to, to be forever, and I, I get that, but I just wish I had a bit more time with it, you know? Because it, in a, in a way, it feels like I'm currently... I'm arriving at this point in my life that most people would have done a long time ago and I'm only just here and I'm like I have to rush through this but I can't rush through this because it's fucking it I mean it's difficult to do at a normal pace I can't do it any quicker than I'm doing it but I have to because I I have so much other shit I need to do and uh I don't really know how you know I just feel trapped which isn't really how you're supposed to feel when you kind of speak yourself into this place of freedom and truth right I guess that'd be the one advantage of being a man. If you're a man, it doesn't matter how old you are because, like, nobody cares. But when you're a woman, it's suddenly super important. Which fucking sucks. Thank you for listening to Sincerely Jennifer with me, Jennifer Wan. If you want to find more of my work, you can on my website, jenniferwan.com. Or you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Reddit, SoundCloud, and pretty much every social media website ever with the username Miss J Squared. 
See you next time.